And welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Travis. I got my brother Quentin with me, as always. Kira, are you excited about today's episode? Dude, I'm so pumped, man. This is a first for us. I don't think I've been excited about about a po- an episode like this in a long time. Yeah, man. This is our first full-length what you heard episode that's right q and if you're if you're asking what is a what you heard what's that (laughs) um that means that you've either either you you bail before the end of our regular episodes or you're a first-time listener which is you know hey welcome if you're a first-time listener nice to have you on board and honestly if you bail before our what you heard's that's totally understandable, you know? Sure. Yeah, it's the, it's at the end of the episode. We tack this on at the end of the episode. It's a little segment that we've been doing for a long time now. And uh, basically, the idea is we each bring a song. It doesn't have to be related to the topic of the episode at all. It can be from any decade, any genre. doesn't matter. Um, the only rule that we try to to follow is that it has to be something that we listened to since we last recorded. So basically it's just a way to have another couple of tracks at the end of every episode. And, you know, typically it's two very different genres, sometimes different decades. So, you know, it's just a way to keep things interesting. Yeah. And, and this speaks to like what we're all about and this is what we live. We eat, sleep, drink and breathe sharing music with people yeah you know and we've been doing it for decades like it started with our music blog back in the early 2000s it's manifested into this podcast this is just a way for us to share music that we've been listening to lately that's right and i think it's gonna be really fun so what we're doing we're gonna bring five songs each today just rapid fire and just play a bunch of tunes today rapid fire like you said uh, we did a similar episode in 2019 toward the end of the year. It was called our 2019 Discoveries. And, and basically, it was a what you heard for the year in a way. So anyway, I went back and listened to that recently. I thought it was such a great episode. And basically, that's the format of what you heard. So we decided for 2021, we are going to do monthly what you heard episodes devoted to this format. Yeah, so we're going to ditch them on our full-length episodes. Yeah. Let's get into it, man. Let's do it. Let's strap in and just get going here. So, Q, I'm going to let you go first. So, um, and let's just say this, Q. Because we did our year-end episodes for the last few weeks, and then we've done a couple of electronic episodes without what you heard at the end, it's been a good, like, six episodes probably since i'm sitting on like 20 songs that's what i'm saying like it's been a long time since we've done a what you heard so it was hard to narrow it down to just five but um anyway here we go q so i'm going first and i'm i mean i'm torn on which one to start off with man you gotta set the stage here dude you gotta set the tone all right well i got i got one that i I just heard today actually so this is fresh so this is fresh uh i'm i'm gonna purposely not say too much about this band um okay i will tell you their name they go by all natural lemon and lime flavors <laughs> okay can i take a <laughs> guess at the genre yeah please is it vaporwave 
No. Okay. But that, I don't know why that sounds like a vaporwave <laughs> band name. It is, uh, according to Discogs, alternative rock. Okay. Ethereal. Ethereal. Ambient. Shoegaze. Okay. I'm excited. I'm super stoked right now. So this is from their debut album. I'm not going to tell you the year yet. It's a self-titled song is called Saturn Jig. It's got a little bit of some like psychedelic flair to it a little bit with that like flangey kind of guitar sound thing, which is cool. So you so you didn't tell me the the year that it came out. Was that intentional? I want you to guess. Well, I would say I'm going to go like 90s. 1996. Dang, dude. I was right. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were, it was either you were going to go like this was made yesterday. Or something like that, you know what I mean? Right. But um, no, it's the fact that that came out in the 90s is actually kind of cool because it sounds like a more, like I said, more like psychedelic sounds to it and stuff like that, which to me, a lot of shoegaze bands now seem to kind of sprinkle in some psychedelic stuff. So like, you know, they've been doing it that way for decades, it would seem. Yeah. So I just sent something, an image to our Slack. Okay. Hopefully it pops up here. I want you to look at this with me. So this is how I found out about these guys. Okay, so like a shoegaze map? Yeah, so someone posted this, I want to say, on the vinyl subreddit. And I am I say we link this in the show notes, or maybe I'll post it on Twitter. This is an awesome like roadmap to all kinds of different uh, shoegaze styles. I love this kind of stuff, man. I love it when people put this stuff together. It says start here, and it's a triangle with 
Slow Dive, uh, Su- Suvlaki, My Bloody Valentine's Loveless, and then the band Ride. Yeah. And then it's just got arrows to take you. Like, if you want it a little bit more dreamy, go this way. That's cool. Uh, you know, you want it a little bit more crazy noise, you know, like droidy stuff, go this way. Uh, it's fucking great, dude. I've, I've found like three or four bands that I'm I'm crazy about. That's awesome. Just from following this map around, yeah. So if you look, there's all li- all natural lemon and lime flavors. Uh, that's if you follow Slow Dive. It goes a little bit more sparse with the tunage down to a little bit more jangly pop influences. And then you find your way to the self-titled from all natural lemon and lime flavors. That's cool. Great stuff, man. The whole album's really cool. It's really all over the place, man. Um, it's a lot of noisy, um, jubilant. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hear you. Yeah, kind of like a polyphonic spree, but minus maybe fifty members. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's a few. <laughs> um, there's a few albums on here that have popped up on uh, some what you heard actually that we've done. Yeah, dude. Deer uh, Hunter's on which here. Which is cool. Bowery Electric is on here. Sweet Trip. Yep. So that's cool. What excites me about stuff like this, when you look at it and you don't recognize a lot of the oh, art. Oh, yeah, dude. That's that's when it's exciting because it's like, okay, now I can dig in here and, and really uh, discover some new stuff, you know? Dude, I love it. If you follow it upwards from My Bloody Valentine, there's an entire little like boxed off section that says, just overwhelm me with joy. <laughs> if you want to get overwhelmed with joy, listen to these albums. Shoegaze does tend to do that sometimes, man. It just has this uplifting kind of yeah. vibe to it, you know? Yeah. And then there's at the very top, right? Darker, sadder, intense, more Japanese, more sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Your turn, brother. What have you been hearing monthly? That's what I'm going to start saying. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I know, dude. So a couple of these tracks are... I don't want to call them leftovers, but they are songs that I had in mind for my best of 2020, but they didn't make the cut. Okay. Which means I've been, I've been listening to these, to this particular song for, for quite a bit. Um, it's something I, I, I pull it up and push play at least once a week because I just enjoy the song so much. So this is a band called drug church and they are, best described as like a a post-punk post-hardcore band so you're gonna hear more hardcore punk at least the song is than 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 (laughs) post-hardcore that's just a funny fucking sentence right there (laughs) um but i guess what i'm saying is like they remind me of like the older 80s hardcore punk stuff like black flag and stuff like that um and this is new stuff yeah, this 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 song came out last year. So I'm gonna say I want to read this little quote from the lead singer. His name is um, his name is Patrick Kindlin. So this is interesting. He doesn't play any instruments, and the way that he writes his lyrics, he writes them in the studio. Like as he describes it, this is made to order, not buffet. So wait, so so when they they go into the studio ready to record music. And he writes the lyrics then and there? Yeah. He says here, completely different people write the instrument portion of the music. It leads to a very different feel, so very different lyrics. Also, I write everything in the studio, so there's no bank of lyrics I pull from. 
Which is interesting. I guess that means he maybe he arrives to the studio. His other bandmates have written a collection of songs, right? The instrument, like the music, the instrumentation behind it. And then he just kind of goes from there with the lyrics, which is interesting. Anyway, the lyrics in the song are great. And that's kind of why I wanted to read that because it's interesting to, to hear this is kind of like on the fly you know, in the moment kind of lyrics, right? All right. So this song is called Bliss Out. And dirty that was the whole song not even two minutes long yeah so that's cool man like you can almost see him like you know standing in front of the mic and the and the recording booth yeah thinking out loud you know like what what could this song be about like maybe a vigil you know or like a, yeah i mean i i doubt that it's improv you know what i mean like he, he probably does plan it and write it out and stuff like that but that's what I thought I you like. said that he brought the he 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 wrote all the lyrics in the studio. He does, but that doesn't mean that that it's a one take like live improv. You know. Uh, what okay. I mean? Okay. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's what stood out to me about the song. Those kind of moments where he is sort of speaking. You know what I mean? Kind of sarcastic a little bit. Some of the the, the words kind of reminded me of this kind of stuff that Aaron Weiss does in Me Without You. Yeah. Completely different, but mm-hmm. you know that spoken word kind of stuff that gets sprinkled in. Yeah, it makes you kind of. Be like, wait, what did he say? You kind of rewind it back. And, yeah. Um, anyway, I just like I like the way that they pulled that off. Anyway, um, again, that was a song called "Bliss Out" by a band called Drug Church. All right, Q, I'm gonna send it back at you. What's your next pick for us? Well, uh, let's keep it in the in the 2020 year. Okay. You know that old year, that old thing. That's ancient history. Uh, I'm going to keep it in the same pocket, dude. It's not going to be as heavy, but it's going to be in the emo punk world. And we're no stranger to Tiger's Jaw, man. Oh, gosh. Here we go. So this was the song that Spotify told you that you played how many times last year? I can't remember. Like 
57 times or, or something. Or at least the song that we brought to the our best of 2020. I hope you're not going to play that song again. Oh, of course not. <laughs> but if you remember, I mentioned, and I was I had found this out while we were recording, uh, that they had spit out a couple more singles since I heard their new one from last year. So the song that I fell in love with, first time I ever heard anything from these guys, uh, was a song called Warn Me. came out last year. And again, they're they're cranking out more singles. So this is an emo punk band. They've been around since the early 2000s. They've uh, changed around members, but the two main band members they've been they've been together as part of the band since pretty much the beginning. Ben Walsh and Brianna Collins. This new song features Brianna on the on the lead vocals, which is great. So it's a little bit different. Okay. Really catchy song, dude. You're going to love it. So this is a song, again, by Tiger's Jaw. The song is called Lemon Mouth. They're just keeping it, keeping it's it alive, great. man. That, it's great. Yeah, um, and I love that they have two singers because that's, I love, I love her vocals, man. That's great. Um, yeah, I, and um, yeah. So I was reminded of like Isley and the like. Yeah, totally. The female-led bands from like their from like the two thousands and stuff that we fell in love with, and this is one of those bands, I guess, because you, like you said, they've been doing this since two thousand six. We just didn't didn't yeah. know about them. Yeah, and um, mixed with like old school, uh, well, maybe not old school, old school, but Bleed American Jimmy, era, yeah. Jimmy World. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially that guitar, that lead guitar uh, thing that happens toward the toward the middle of the song there that you played is is uh, yeah, totally like that post punk era 
stuff. Yeah, dude. So yeah, awesome. Tiger's Jaw, one of my new favorite bands for sure. They it looks like they're slated to to release a full length album sometime this year. So they're just building up to it, releasing singles. Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait, dude. So yeah, again, that's a band called Tiger's Jaw. The song was called Lemon Mouth. And pass it back on to you, brother. Okay. So this is the the last one that I'm bringing that's a sort of a, a leftover from my 2020 picks. So I wanted to get them out of the way at the, at the top here. I'm really hoping, Q, that you did not realize that this band put out a new a new album this year. This is a band that we did an episode on, and it's probably, I know this is true for you as well, Q, one of my favorite ambient electronic uh, groups, a little band called Kiln. I had no idea they had anything new. They put out a whole record last year. You gotta be out, Joel. And, it's and you kept everything. that from me That's all right. this time. That's right, dude, because I, I, was, I was planning on bringing it to um to our best of 2020 anyway that is the most exciting news i've heard all year and i'm not talking about this just this year i'm talking about the past 12 months dude so you've got 11 new tracks of kiln music to enjoy quentin and you're gonna get to hear one right now so this actually came out in november november 20th so still relatively fresh and um, for more on this band, just go go back and listen to our our episode that we did. Um, I think we did like bits and like songs from multiple albums that they came out with, right? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like we did them justice. I think we, I think we so. did a, we covered some good songs on that. So they pick up right where they le- left off as far as like it, like it's undeniably k- killed, right? Their last record came out in 2013. So it had been a while. I don't think they even put out singles or anything. So when this dropped, I was like, I was all about it. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this real quick. Here is the description of the record on their website. Incepted as densely layered loops, employing the use of self-sourced found sound and environmental recordings, then expanded through more traditional multi-tracking methods and instrumentation, Astral Welder is a fizzing electrocharged gallery of propulsion and abraded tone. Oh man, I got to put my pop filter on. Hold on. I just realized because <laughs> that's going to sound like shit. <laughs> I'll pick it up where I left off, but you're going to have to fuck with that one. No, hang on. So you're just now putting on yes, the pop filter? Sorry. <laughs> I don't keep it on. I'm keeping this in, brother. <laughs> All right. Now, now my voice should sound crystal clear let me me finish this let me just finish it (laughs) okay a braided tone now you can hear the difference that a pop filter makes i don't know man audience uh you know what now the whole sentence (laughs) is just garbage man i was on a roll with that too man yeah and and you just and that that is kiln through and through man what a great description of them exactly so in other words it's more of the same right but let me just finish the last part of the sentence here. <laughs> By the way, that's one sentence. Talk about a fucking run on. <laughs> Offering 11 rotating constellations of vital force, groove, and color that infuse the listener with a buoyant sense of now. Wow. Um, you're right. They probably have spent the last seven years like writing this sentence to describe who they are. Because this describes Kiln, right? Not just... Perfectly. Yeah. Dude, we tried very hard. And I'm... 
I mean, we pretty much failed at it. Yeah. Trying to describe them in, in our episode. It's very hard to describe, Kellen. Hard to put into words. So why don't we just listen? So let's just listen. So uh, we're going to listen to track three. This is called Beach Glass. got me feeling juicy brother (laughs) (laughs) but there you go q oh man it's uh exactly what you would hope for for a brand new kiln song right i just i have i have to know how do they do it what it's it's, how do um, they make this sound it's like because when you hear them describe it unless you're familiar with this kind of stuff you're like huh (laughs) because like listen to this Okay, so this is from the Ghostly International description. So that's the record label. As a means to refresh their sonic troika, which I have no idea what the hell that means. Troika. T-R-O-I-K-A. Whatever. The pieces that make up Astral Welder forego the standard kiln approach to composition in favor of a more ambitious, intuitive strategy rooted in strict 16 and 32 bar loop forms the fuck so it says and then there's a quote from one of the one of the guys we used the loop cycle format as a new process to see if we could make full gardens of sensible noise in a truncated format knowing full well we'd employ standard arranging formats later i don't know i don't know what that means dude so that sounds to me like while they were just kind of uh, improving and stuff. They 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 started with the base of it being either a sixteen or thirty two bar loop, 
And then later they go back and recomposition it in different ways. Weird. But anyway, um, yeah, what's interesting about this record, they were talking about like it's all incorporating like found sound and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Field recordings. And, you know, we, we did an episode on Lossel and, you know, I think we talked about he, he would do similar things. Yep. Uh, same with Eamon Tobin. So this is something that it seems like if you're an electronic musician, eventually you're going to get bored of um, – you know the the sound library or whatever that you're that that's available to you in the software right. or the or the synthesizer that you use. So you're gonna bust yeah. Out. Even if even if it's something that you can manipulate yeah with a you know a synthesizer it yeah it still loses its excitement. So yeah, throw in some some field recordings in there and manipulate that. Yeah, but it's it's impressive as hell, dude. So yeah, cue that album up. Cue. <laughs> oh, you know I will. The, the whole thing's great. Um, anyway. All right, this is going to be a long episode if we don't rapid fire here. So, uh, Q. Tighten it up. Yeah. Uh, okay, let me... throw it back at you. All right, dude. So, I'll, yeah, I'll keep this short and sweet. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> we didn't plan this, but I've got a perfect companion to kill. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so, Travis, you know, I've been getting heavy into dark ambient. Yes, you have. And it's kind of getting me into this, like, cyberpunk vibe. Not the game, but the aesthetic. One of my later picks, you're going to love, dude. I'll just say that. Maybe it should be the next pick. No. Nope. You know, let's keep this flowing. Well, oh, maybe. Okay. okay. Oh, you know what? I will. I will do that. I'll, I'll switch it up here. So then you might be familiar with this artist. He goes by Dead Melodies. Nope. All right. Um, well, there seems to be a collective in, like, like the main heavy hitters of the dark ambient world uh seems to be like four or five heavy hitters and they all collaborate with each other and they do a lot of wide-ranging styles some a little more i guess uh active (laughs) more some more like passive like some of it is just like straight up noise others there's a little bit more structured you know um and one of the albums of his that came out a while ago is called Broken Shadows and Wild Silences. Came out in 2015. This song is just so warm and it just kind of envelops you. Um, and there's some some vocals in it too. So this song, again, by Dead Melodies, is called The Hunted.
Dude, I love the vocals in that. That makes it stand out to me. Yeah, man. The way it just kind of like pulsates, you know, kind of like in and out. Yeah. That's a great follow-up to Kiln. Yeah, dude. You were right about that. Um, So are the vocals like kind of a staple in, in his music or her, his or her music? or Most of his stuff, dude, is straight up. Uh, it's more like drone ambient, you know, um, atmospheric. It's just straight up noise. <laughs> so to answer your question, no. The vocals are not a staple in his music at all. That one album that this pops up on, from from what I've heard of his, that's the only album that has vocals. Okay. So yeah, dude, that's that's one of his tracks that kind of sticks out like a sore thumb compared to the rest of his his stuff. Um, but yeah, I started getting into this stuff when I when I started back with school. You know, I'm studying for hours and hours every day. This more ambient stuff is really good companion for studying cool again the song was the hunted artist is dead melodies i'm gonna pass it back to you brother all right you're gonna switch it up a little bit no i'm not because um i'm gonna try to keep the flow here so originally i was gonna play another one but i'm gonna play this one instead i'm gonna do a little switcheroo here this isn't i wouldn't call this dark ambient but as far as what you were saying with like cyberpunk and like that sort of like Blade Runner kind of yeah so this kind of music would fall perfectly into that category so um one of my what you heards from last year was an artist that goes by HKE oh Hong Kong Express Hong Kong Express right so he is a vaporwave artist who started his own label called Dream Catalog and they do kind of what they have taken this genre, this fictional genre, and sort of turned it into an offshoot of Vaporwave. They call it Dream Punk. You know, so him and, and um, this other artist that goes by 2814 put together a record that was sort of like the Dream Catalog, um, like the first entry into the Dream Catalog uh, record label. And it was the Dream Punk type of stuff. Now, here's how he describes sort of the Dream Punk sound. He says, we wanted to show how the whole vaporwave vibe could be made as original music rather than just relying on the same Muzak and kitsch pop samples everyone else had been using for years. So anyway, this is a another artist on his label. This person goes by the name Dark Pyramid. And we're going to play a song off of his 2016 release prelude to destruction and this song is called she still dreams
dark and synthy. Yeah, dude. That reminds me of um, kind of the darker side of Daft Punk, you know, with Thomas Bengalter. Okay, yeah. That ir- irreversible soundtrack that he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Um, so this is a description of the album that HKE and 2814 put out, but I think it describes the sound of this record too. A late night cruise through the cyber future dream highway. Oh, yeah. Late night cruise. That's the key cue. We've talked about yeah, dude. music that sounds like you should be listening to it while you're driving around at night. Like this is the kind of stuff. Totally. That does that. So, yeah, like the dream punk, like sci-fi genre is described as, or here it is. Like it makes you ask the question, is this real? And then follows up with, what does that even mean anyway? So it's kind of interesting that they took, and, and Alice in Wonderland is is like, is considered like the the archetype of like a dream punk story. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting that they took that the name of that genre and, and applied it to the type of music that they wanted to make. I like it, and I think it, it's kind of fitting. Like, yeah, like kind of this this kind of mystery and stuff like that to it. You know what I mean? Anyway, all right, Q, what you got for us next? Are you gonna switch it up on us? Uh, you know what? I think this kind of works. Okay. All right, but before I play my next one, dude, let's take a quick break. So this is, uh, I'm going to give another shout out to Joe Stevens, uh, the lead singer, main man behind Peel Dream Magazine. Remember we covered them mm-hmm. a while back, that shoegaze goodness he has that killer playlist um, that he's got public on Spotify called Silent Running. It's just loaded with good, like, new wave, dream pop, shoegaze stuff. Uh, this is another artist that I found on that playlist. It's a two-member act. They go by Drab Majesty. I'm hoping that when I say the name of this song, you're not going to realize what it is, because you're going to be like, wait a second. Okay. <laughs> So this is a single from them that came out. Oh, it's a cover. Hey, now. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> well, I'm excited. Yeah, so this is a this is a Blind Melon cover. Awesome. Yeah, dude. It's so great. Everybody loves this song, dude. Right. Uh, so this came out last year. This is, again, Drab Majesty, and this is their cover of No Rain.
it's like a it's like a pitch perfect um new wave song just aside from the fact that it, it's a cover of a, ni- a very well-known 90s song like their sound is like straight up 80s new wave so it's, it's perfect dude. yeah it's cool to hear that song reimagined as a new wave song right like a perfect new wave song like i said yeah man i want to hear a whole record of 90s rock in the style of 80s new wave that, that would be would great be amazing yeah so yeah another shout out to joe stevens uh aka peel dream magazine um if you like that kind of stuff he has an awesome playlist again it's called silent running just search for that in uh spotify you'll find it um his name is jt stevens 360 on spotify all right dude passing it back to you sir we're rounding the corner at the finish line here all right q so let me get my my paintbrush shot you know paint a picture for me i'm gonna paint a nice picture so there's two two rules that i live by q you always have to have i guess it's one rule but it applies to two different places if you're in it's gonna sound weird if you're shopping at target or if you're at a record store all right you know, let me add some more places if you're shopping at target you're at a record store or you're you know waiting for a band to to hit the stage they're doing like a you know set change at a, at a music venue you got to have shazam at the ready right anyway so i shazam this this uh artist because I, I wanted to see who it was i knew it was i knew it was a 90s r&b hip-hop artist that i knew so i wanted to know who it was and this this uh artist is named moni love mm. so here's the here's the picture i'm painting if you thought that that wasn't painted <laughs> enough well, I mean, dude, I can see you pushing that cart down the aisle in Target right now. What other picture do you want to paint for me? Well, right now? we're we're out of Target now. Now we're now we're back at my house. Okay. So, let me let me just put this out there. Have you ever eaten the cheeseburger? <laughs> and you're like, man, you know it. I have, brother. You've seen me eat a cheeseburger. Yes, I have several times. And you're ever like, man, that's the best damn cheeseburger I've ever had in my whole fucking life. And then. You're like, you know what? Let me get that same cheeseburger next week. And then it doesn't taste the same. It doesn't taste as good as it did. Yeah, man. I know what you're talking about. It's, you know, because the, the environment, your mood and all that stuff kind of shapes your experience, right? I love it when this kind of stuff happens. I was sitting, it was late at night, probably like past, maybe past midnight. So, you know, I'm on the couch. My wife, Kara, is asleep on the couch with me Aww. we have hold on now we have like an l-shaped couch so she's on one side of the couch stretched out sleeping i'm on the other i have my bluetooth headphones on so i can listen to music you know just while i'm coding and stuff i love it when that happens because then it really is just me alone with the music right so i decided let me pull up this record of this artist Moni love and listen to the whole thing because i'm alone i can really kind of invest myself in it and dude, I, I, it was like she was like putting on a show directly for me. You know what I mean? Dude, let me tell you real quick, man. I, this, that happened to me earlier last year. I finally listened to David Bowie's Space Odyssey all the way through the album. Yeah. It was a fucking religious experience. That's what I'm saying, man. It was a similar ex- Yeah. Yeah. I, I was all by myself. I laid on the bed. I had good pair of headphones on exactly he was just right there preaching to me man it was so awesome so this is what i'm talking about cool anyway um so this is her debut record so she she's well known for appearing on queen latifah's 
single that came out in 89 called Ladies First. Okay, I may have heard this then. So she put out her debut record the year after. And so we're going to listen to a track off of this album. It's called Down to Earth. And the name of the song is Read Between the Lines. Love and respect is due. If you think you'll have a clear conscience, I believe you thinking the best. Yes, indeed, that thought it is nonsense. Judgment day, you will have to guess. Bless the ones that have chosen righteous roads which to war. Best believe the Lord knows them. Difference, you the cheese they the cure. If you have a problem and the cause you can't define, I suggest you take a second just to read between the lines. Take a look at what goes on in your life from day to day. Pay attention. just a plethora of awesome hip-hop from the early 90s dude i was on a huge kick for like a good half year maybe two three years ago that's all i listened to was that stuff man i love it one of the reasons i wanted to play this song is that i want to challenge us to do a batch of hip-hop and rap episodes yes this year and i feel like do it like soon yeah what more do you need to hear beyond something like that to be like, man, we got to dig into this because we did we did one episode. I mean, really, it's just one episode. Yeah, it's just it's just one, dude. We did an episode on Tribe Called Quest, which is kind of in the same the same decade in the same um, group of musicians, if you will. Like she's kind of so she's associated with with um, all those guys like Queen Latifah, De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest, Native Tongues, MC Light. So she kind of ran with that crew, right? Yeah, cool. Anyway, um, so yeah, she's from London, which is cool. Uh, anyway, she's still she is still a radio personality right now oh, in, cool. in Atlanta, Georgia. She does an urban adult contemporary station called Kiss One Hundred Four Point One. So if you live in Atlanta, Georgia, you can listen to Moni Love uh, as a radio personality any any old time you want, which is cool. Spinning records, exactly. Spinning the platters that matter. All right, Q. <laughs> uh, this is your last track. It's my last track, and. I'm going to change it up at the last second here after after hearing some of that Moni love, dude. Okay. All right, man. So this is... I fell in love with this artist. Uh, first heard her a couple months back. Um, she goes by Sampa the Great. Uh, she is Zambia-born, Botswana-raised. 
and uh, I'm going to read this bio here. Sampa's upbringing continues to bear an influence on her music, ranges from classic hip-hop to ancient Southern African sounds. So the album I heard from her is called The Return, came out in 2019. Uh, Dude, she's just a a force to be reckoned with, man. Um, I'm going to play track two off the album. It's called Freedom. nothing to not like about that song (laughs) the whole album's great dude she has a lot of really awesome contributing artists that show up on it it's kind of a collective deal uh again kind of like uh with earth gang you know yeah a lot of the same people pop up on her album she pops up on a lot of theirs good stuff dude more reason for us to to dig deeper into hip-hop and and rap and stuff like that i've been getting into it again man yeah um i was well, I don't know if I should... I guess I could say it. I was making hash for a few months, helping yeah, uh, my you know. wife's helping my wife's company out. Wait, so you ma- you're making hash browns? Like potatoes and stuff? Yeah, dude, hash browns. <laughs> hash browns, we'll go with that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I was, I was hoping to make make some hash at her facility. And I and the cool thing about work... I was working on the weekends, and it's just me and, the, and one other person. Uh, and we spend a good five, six hours making hash. And we just jam out to whatever music that we feel, you know, just bust out the Bluetooth speakers. And yeah, dude, we were passing back and forth a lot of really great hip hop artists. He showed me some good stuff. So yeah, man, I'm I'm filling it to the brim with some good hip hop that I would love to share on here, dude. 
Awesome, dude. Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to maybe bring on some some help. You know, get some guests on here to help us navigate. Yeah, if we can figure out a way to do it um, remotely, I, I've I've mentioned my friend Raven a few times. She is like a hip hop nerd. I mean, dude, we had the we had Mark from from CD Addict and Mad World Records. We did that remotely so we can make it happen yeah she would love to hop on and, and nerd out with us over this stuff dude because we need we need help navigating this this arena cube we're totally we're noobs when it comes to this genre and uh, yeah i'm jonesing to to dig a little deeper all right q i'm gonna we're gonna do a complete 180 here to end this thing are, are we gonna get some distortion up in here yes we are okay okay so um man this is the first track on this record and it blew me away. So on my top 2020 top picks from 2020, I brought a song from Mick Gordon, who is the composer slash extreme metal guitar player that put together the doom eternal and the doom 2016 soundtrack. Right. I don't know if I talked about this or not, but his style of guitar is called gent Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a gent 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 I was trying to do Metallica. I mean, I can't. That's close. That's that's Weezer. Weezer, yeah. Um, but no, that's funny because like that riff you were doing was almost kind of like hash pipe. That's what I'm saying, dude. Coming all around, man. With the hash, making the hash. Yeah, seriously. Anyway, um, hash browns. So. These guys were recommended via Spotify for people who like Mick Gordon. So this is a band called Tesseract, which if you're a fan of Marvel, you know that the Tesseract played a pretty important role in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But you don't know what I'm talking about, Q, because you've never seen the Marvel movies, which is insane to me. I've seen a handful of them, but it's just not my not my jam, dude. All right. Well, anyway, so here's here's the first thing I thought of and why you're going to love this song, Q. This band reminded me of all the things that you and I love about Emery. And we talked about Emery. We did an episode on the week's end, specifically the vocalists kind of going back and forth between soft, clean melodies and screaming. So this band does that, but they are described as... And this is the perfect, the perfect description of them. Progressive metal. Um, so on this record, this this record is called One, came out in 2011. There is one song on here that is broken into six different parts, and it's 27 minutes long. Good lord. Now it's it's six separate tracks, right? But it's all one uh theme, one one thought, right? So that is progressive rock in a nutshell, right? We talked about that with Moody Blues, right? Moody Blues and Yes. Sounds exactly. like fragile to me, man. Exactly. So anyway, this is a progressive metal band. So we're going to listen to the first track here. And this song is called Lament. And if you have a good pair of headphones, now's the time to put it on. Here we go.
so much going on there, man. I like it. Blows me away every time I listen to it. And the whole record, I mean, if you if you think that's good, I mean, this al- this album is like almost an hour long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I love I love um, metal bands that 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 do this that that sprinkle in a lot of different ideas and like genres and stuff like that. Like there's like you said, all sorts of stuff going on, different instruments that kind of pop up and stuff. It really is progressive metal man that's a yeah. that, that's what it is it's a yeah progressive metal is a huge uh what's the name of the band dream theater i think is like kind of like the oh yeah the band that everybody thinks of when they think of progressive metal but um yeah but do you see what i mean by by the i mean emory if emory continued to like evolve over time like this is what they would like reach as like peak emory you know what i mean yeah but yeah. but it's not because this isn't i wouldn't call this an emo band by any means, right? But I'm just saying that part of what we like about Emery, and and we even admitted on the episode that like we really have no clue uh, about genre, the emo genre beyond you know maybe some of the earlier emo stuff like like the Jimmy Eat Worlds of emo music, yeah. Versus like the Emerys or the um, God, what's what's this what's the standard one that everybody thinks about like uh, oh like Fallout like, Boy uh, Under or... Oath and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um anyway, that's probably a very common thing. And this and this sound that Tesseract has could be a very, very common sound. I just don't seek it out or hear it very often. So when I do, it's like, man, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. So anyway, this record is called One. Came out in 2011. If you liked that, you're gonna like this record. So um anyway, Q, that's how you close out a What You Heard episode with some epic progressive metal. That was a blast, dude. We brought some good tunes today. Dude, there you go. Just like we hoped, we I th- we covered a very wide range of music there. Yeah. And that's the goal of the What You Heard episode format, which will come at you once a month. It might not be uh, 10 songs each time. It could be, you know, three songs each, four songs each. Depends on what we have. We had to play catch up today, man. It's yeah. been a long time since we've shared some What You Heard's. Exactly. All right, Q. Well, that's that. Let's wrap it up here. You can find us on our website, nofillerpodcast.com, if you want to see all of our show notes. Show note pages have track lists. So every song that we played on this episode, every song that we play on any episode is listed on the show note page for that episode. Let's see how many times I can say the word episode <laughs> um, in this little ditty here. But yeah, also... And I guess we're going to have to decide to do it this way, Q, from now on. But we have a What You Heard playlist that has every single What You Heard that we've ever played. So now I guess we'll be updating that playlist once a month as opposed to once a week. So if you follow that playlist and you enjoyed getting two new songs added once a week, sorry. <laughs> now you're going to have to wait once a month. But you will get, you know. Dude, there's going to be 10 songs added. Yeah, you'll get a nice drop. Uh, once a month but anyway uh we have quite a bit of playlists starting to add up on our spotify account which is quentin's spotify account um but anyway so yeah find us on spotify you can search i think for probably no filler podcast and then click on the user because obviously you can also find this show that you're listening to right now the actual podcast is also on spotify but anyway uh yeah we've got several playlists that we've um sort of built up over the last couple of years. Uh, so you can listen to our top songs from 2020 playlist. You can listen to our what you heard playlist. 
You can listen to our top 100 songs from the last decade playlist. Not just songs, but non-singles specifically. Non-singles. That's right. Um, anyway, lots of stuff on there. So look us up on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at No Filler Podcast. And also you can find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network. And that's the podcast network for music lovers queue. We're adding new shows all the time. There's there's new shows that get added to this network. There's over 50 podcasts on there now, dude. Yeah. So if you like this podcast, guaranteed you'll find some more over at the Pantheon Podcast Network. It's just nothing but music podcasts. So that's the coolest thing about it, dude. Because if you just t- if you just search keyword music, you know, if you're looking for podcasts on what you know whatever uh, streaming app you use, yeah, you're. I mean, you're gonna find the 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 top of the top, you know. But it's not necessarily like what you're looking for, right? With Pantheon podcast, with the network that we're a part of, man, it is it gets very niche, you know, definitely. And there's, there's a lot of really cool content on there. And it's, yeah, like you said, it's all music related. Yeah. Uh, anyway, lots of great stuff on the network, pantheonpodcast.com. Go subscribe to some other music podcasts, brethren and sistren. Is that a word? Sistren? It is now, man. Of ours. Um, and Hey, you know what? While you're at it, why don't you go to iTunes, rate us, leave us a review, I haven't been on iTunes in a long time. We could have all sorts of reviews on there. We could have all sorts of one-star reviews, Q. <laughs> uh, I mean, is half is a half star even a, a possibility? Because I'm sure we got tons of those. Um, if it is, I bet you we got that for sure. All right. Um, so, yeah, that's that. That's the longest outro we've ever done. So, yeah, that's that. We'll talk at you guys next week. My name is Travis. And my name is Quentin. Later. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.